Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so excited you're here with us today because we have a very special guest. Today we have with us Miss Jennifer Arthurton, who is a very badass woman. She is the creator and founder of Old Chicks No Shit. And that is a podcast in the same title. So she is a podcast host, speaker, and mentor, and she is helping women who are reaching middle age and thinking, you know what, I can't, it's too late, uh, my dreams are dead. She's helping women to understand that no, that is not the case. You can follow your dreams at any age. So I cannot wait to get started and find out all about the wonderful things that Jennifer is doing. So welcome to the show today, Jennifer. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. I love this because I always tell people you're never too old to do anything. But we, we just get this ingrained in our head that we have to have things done by a certain age. But, um, you know, like I'm living proof. My mom went back to school when I was in high school and oh, nice. completely changed her career. And I kind of did the same thing, too. Not not as late as that, but mm-hmm. I started my podcast when I was about 40. So I understand that you can reinvent yourself and change your life yeah. at any age, at any time. At any age, at any time. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's interesting that we live in a culture that has pre-described time, you know, for when we should have kids, when we should, you know, reach this milestone, reach that milestone. And the reality is, is that we're all on our own journey and the milestones may not line up in perfect order, you know, the way that our culture thinks they should. And so it's never too late. It's just never too late for anything. No, it isn't. And I love this. So I would love for you just to tell us a little bit about yourself and, how did you decide to create a podcast and then start helping women tap into their own potential? Yeah. So um, really this all originated from my own story as many things do, Um, you know, after a very long corporate career. So like almost 30 years in corporate um, in the year leading up to my 50th birthday, I found myself divorced, uh, unemployed, an empty nester and um, also bedridden with a stress-related illness. And so basically life as I knew it kind of ceased to exist. Like every identity that I thought I held in the world was basically taken away from me in a very short space of time. And I truly believed that my life was over at that point because the cultural narrative of what it means to be a woman in her fifties or beyond is, you know, riding off into the retirement sunset with a, you know, a pot of gold on under one arm and on the uh, and handsome man on the other arm. And this is what happens. And I was like, none of that is my reality right now. Um, and so I, you know, after I threw myself a big, long pity party, um, you know, I embarked on a very deep spiritual and personal development journey, which I began to realize that there was so much more that I wanted to do in this life. There was so much more that I wanted to give, but I had to try to figure out like, okay, what was that? And so I started to you know, look for inspiration, like where are all these amazing, you know, women in their 50s, 60s and 70s doing, you know, incredible things in the world, like where are they? And when I started to look for them, I I really struggled to find those examples because what served up to us in the mainstream narrative is that, um, you know, when you reach, like, if you see a woman in her forties or fifties, you know, in a TV commercial or an ad, it's usually for like bladder leakage protection, retirement funds and meal replacement shakes. And usually they involve sitting around waiting for your grandkids to visit. And I'm like, well, all of that is lovely. And it's very, those things are very necessary, 
they are a tiny, tiny fraction of what it means to be living in this chapter of our lives. And so I decided that I was going to create the inspiration that I was looking for, because as I started to share my story, I started to realize, okay, I, first of all, I'm not alone, which was the thing that I thought for sure. This was like me, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Um, I realized that I'm not alone. And then, you know, bit by bit, I started to hear these stories of what was possible, like, you know, that inspiration that I so needed to kind of get me on the journey. And um, I decided to share those stories. And so the podcast was born. Um, so I share real life stories, um, of real women who have reinvented themselves. Um, some of them in their seventies, which is so freaking badass. Um, and then that led into my mastermind group. So I run a mastermind group for women um, who are reinventing themselves or part of their lives. Because the one thing I realized is that you cannot do this alone. Like, you know, going against the cultural narrative and even our own brains, right. is really, really difficult when you're doing it by yourself. And so that became the genesis of old chicks, no shit. And really the name is about reminding us that we are not, you know, our aging faces, our changing bodies, our gray hair. It's like less about what's outside of us and so much more about who we are and what we know, you know, the life experience, the knowledge, the wisdom, like that is the focus of this um, chapter of our lives. I love that because I know myself going into my mid forties, even though oftentimes I still feel like the same person, you know, I haven't really changed that much. Yeah. But I look around at other, like my kids and other people that are younger and I just think, oh my gosh, you know, I feel aged when I look around sometimes yeah. and, and think, should I be doing more? You know, have I done enough at this stage in my life mm -hmm. and where am I going and thinking about the future? And it can be very overwhelming Yeah. and stressful. and you can almost feel uh, like you're in a state sometimes of just confusion of like, what's my life now? Especially women whose kids, my kids are off at college. They don't live at home anymore. And it's like, okay, so my whole role now, I'm still a mom, but I don't have the daily, I have to cook meals. I have to do this. I have to yeah. do this. So like, what, where's my place? What is my role now at this point? You know, that is so true. Um, and I've heard it described as like when men reach midlife, it's a crisis of identity, which is what leads them to, you know, young chicks and fast cars. <laughs> um, and for women, midlife is a crisis of meaning, where it's like, what is the meaning of my life? Like, what's the legacy I'm leaving? Like, you know, what does, does, any, does it matter if I died tomorrow? What have I left behind? And so this is the stage that we get to. And that's often why, you know, the women who come to me feel you know, they, they know they want something different for their lives for this next chapter, but they have no idea what it is or how to figure that out. And that process of feeling stuck is, you know, that questioning, like we wake up one day and we go, okay, is this it? Is this my life? Is this the beginning and the end? And that was happening for me, like, you know, towards the end of my corporate career, this little voice would pop up every once in a while. And it would be like, uh, is this it? Is this what you work so hard for? Because I did everything that I should have done. Like I checked all the boxes along the way, you know, got a good job, worked my way up the corporate ladder, got to the place that I had always aspired to be. And then I was looking around going, okay, this is it. Like, this is what, this is what I gave my whole life for. But every time that little voice would come up, you know, I was so busy doing, doing, doing that I would just push it aside. Um, and because one, because I, I didn't know what to do with it. And two, because it's freaking scary. So if I'm not doing this, like what, what is that thing? And I had no idea, like, 
And I realized when all of those identities, those external identities were stripped away from me, I had no idea who I was underneath. Not only did I not know what I wanted, I didn't know who I was. Yeah. And I love that the universe, life, whatever you want to call it, brought me to this place because had I not got there and had all of those kind of external roles, responsibilities, and identities taken away from me, I never would have found the woman underneath. And that is what I really have come to understand in all of the interviews and conversations and coaching conversations that I've done. What I've come to understand is this chapter of our life is about coming back to the most true and authentic version of who we are underneath everything that we are doing in the world. Right. And so often, like we're just on autopilot going, 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 doing, 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 and we're at the bottom of our lists. Right. So we never actually ask like, what's important to me? What do I want? What do I need? And then we get lost. And then, like you said, everything changes, kids leave, careers change, relationships change. And then you're going, okay, what, like, what is it? Like, where should I go next? And so I think it's a perfectly normal and natural state of being because this chapter of our life is a, it's like a little bit of a wake up call for us, especially like as we're going through menopause, it's like, what got you here is not going to be what's going to get you into the next chapter of your life. So we need to make some adjustments. And so all of life's kind of roles and responsibilities and identities as they fall away and reveal the truth of, of who we are inside is actually what's going to guide us through this next chapter to the meaning and purpose that we're searching for. Yeah, I think you hit on something so important and critical, and that is that most of us don't even really know who we are yeah. once we get to middle age. And I remember my mom when she retired, you know, she'd been a teacher for however many, you know, she went back late, but it was 20 something years. She retired and most people on their day of retirement, they're so happy and joyful. And she was angry, sad, because mm. that had been her role for so long. Now she didn't know who she was or what she was. Right. And she struggled with that for the rest of her life. She struggled with that, like not knowing yeah. like, where do I fit in and, and what do I do? Because again, I think we stay so busy that when we finally have time to slow down, then it's like, yeah. now what? Yeah, that is so true. And, you know, and it's a very uncomfortable place to be because, you know, as women, especially, we are taught to see our value in what we do for others. Um, so, you know, when all of the doing for others stops, like it's natural and normal that we would question our value. I mean, the other thing that we're taught to, you know, value, our value is in, you know, how pleasing are our bodies or our faces to the outside world. Again, that's shifting. So it's like, where do I fit in? Am I as relevant and valuable as I used to be? And it's, it's, it's a really unfortunate that we feel that way, but I also view it as kind of a gift because it's that that place of being in, of discomfort of being uncomfortable is what leads us to seek something else and that's where like like I said I've had the pleasure of interviewing so many women on the podcast who have just done freaking incredible things and all of those incredible things would not have been born had they not had this period of you know discomfort that led them to start figuring out okay who am I and what do I want and the, the answers to those questions are immense gifts to the world yeah, absolutely. Because I know in my own personal life, that is what happened to me. And that's what led to starting the podcast, writing a book and doing all of these things, because I woke up one day, like there has to be more to life than this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, that's not fulfilling what's going on. And 
I know a lot of women wake up feeling that way. And a lot of the women that I work with too, the first thing they say is, I'm just, I feel stuck. It's that yeah. stuck feeling. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I know exactly what that is. Like, I know that feeling so well. In fact, like I remember those, like so many days where I'd be lying in my bed, staring at the ceiling going, who am I? Like, who am I? <laughs> right. Because I honestly, you know, if I wasn't a wife, if I wasn't a mother, you know, if I wasn't a corporate executive, you know, and at the time I was an avid gym goer, which I couldn't even get out of bed. So if I'm not these things, then who am I? which again was the beginning of a beautiful journey into discovering the woman underneath that, who turns out that I actually really, really like her. Yeah. <laughs> and she'd been hidden like pretty much my entire life. Like, you know, for some women, the experience is losing the person that they were. But for me and for many of the women I talked to, I never really understood it because I never lived by the truth of what was inside me. I lived by what other people expected of me. Like, what did society expect of me? What did my parents, like what are the duties and obligations that I need to fulfill? And, you know, when you start to check in, you know, and then you start to realize that, oh, I can see why this feels uncomfortable now, because I actually don't like that. I don't like doing that. <laughs> right. Um, that, that's the beginning of so many beautiful revelations. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So if there are any women out there listening who, let's say they're, they've been in a career they don't enjoy and they just feel stuck in it. Is it too late for them to change what they're doing or to step into a new role? No, it is never too late. Often what happens is, um, you know, it's funny because yesterday I actually put up a post um, on my Instagram feed and it was talking about, you know, it's never too late to make the call, to book the trip, to start the new job, to do the things. And I got several direct messages from people saying, oh, but for me, it's too late. I missed the opportunity. I missed the thing. And I was actually really surprised by that. And then as I started having conversations with these women, one of the things, you know, that became very apparent to me was that whenever we're going to do something that's out of our comfort zone, like start something new or learn a new skill, right? Our brain will fire at us 50 million reasons why we shouldn't do the thing. And it'll usually be because you're not smart enough. You're not enough. You're not this enough, not that enough. You don't have enough money, like whatever those things are. And because and instead, of, and that in itself can be really overwhelming. And so what we do is we take all of that noise and we package it up in a nice tight little ball and we go, oh, it's just too late. And that's the excuse that allows us to then just continue on doing what we're doing, even though we know we want something different. And so one of the first things that I do with my clients in my group is we start pulling apart all of those pieces and actually questioning the truth of them. Because nine times out of 10, the things that your brain is throwing at you aren't in fact based in truth. Like, I'm not smart enough. Well, where's the evidence that I'm not smart enough? Well, I've never done this before. Okay, that's fine. So it's not that you're not smart enough. You've just never done it before. Could you learn it? Well, yeah, okay, I could, right? And then we start to unpack those things. And, you know, being able to pull apart those pieces of that safety mechanism in our brain and make them smaller and more manageable, right, is the way we take teeny tiny steps forward. Um, so the first thing I tell women as well is like, the first thing you have to do is make some time to connect in with yourself. Um, because again, we're busy doing for everybody else. We're at the bottom of our list and we don't, we don't know what we want because we've never asked ourselves the question. So my first piece of advice is always to stop what you're doing, 
And I don't mean like stop and sit down and watch TV or do whatever. I mean, just create a pocket of time where you can be with yourself, not reading, not scrolling on your phone. Um, you know, whether it's, um, sipping your morning coffee for five minutes before the house wakes up or going for a walk in nature, whatever it is, create the pocket of time where you can listen to what's happening inside yourself. You can even prompt yourself questions like, how do I feel today? You know, what do I need right now in this moment? You know, what is, what does my day look like? Like, so, you know, what's up, what am I excited about? What feels really heavy to me? Like, just start questioning those those questioning yourself to start building that relationship because the answers that we need for every single solitary question already exist inside us. Our job is to be still enough and quiet enough to hear them. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of what happens as we get so busy. We're always on that autopilot and I have to do this and I have to do that. And I always say like, we have that inner GPS, right? We have intuition. Yeah. Yeah. Most of us can't hear it because we're too busy trying to do everything yeah. else. Yeah. Or we do hear it, and, you know, like for me, like what happened to me is this little voice would keep coming up and then I'd be like, oh, shut up. I got work to do. Right. And I would push it down. Right. And so many of us, like, again, when I get into this questioning, so many of us have that little voice, right. That's asking us this question that's saying this isn't quite right, but we're just, it's, it feels so overwhelming to change things that we just ignore it. And so as soon as we're still enough, and then this little voice comes up. And then the other thing is we can ask it questions, right? It's like, well, what do you mean by that? You're like, what else do you want? Like, just like we can have this dialogue, right? Like with our intuition or, you know, with divine energy or whatever, however it is that we relate to that, right? But, you know, we, we have what we need. Like we are way more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that too. I think we undervalue and underestimate ourselves all the time. Oh, all the time. In fact, you know, when we, when I talk about like the knowledge and wisdom and experience that women have at this time of our lives, most of the time we discount it, right? It's like, well, oh, that was just that thing. Like I had to do that just to, because, and then we're downplaying it. And I'm like, well, wow, that's a really, really badass thing that you did. Oh, that thing. How about like, look at all the amazing things that I did, I've done to get me to this point of life. Look at all the, like the challenges and obstacles that I have overcome to get here. Like that's not, that's not all for naught. Like it's valuable. And it's actually what is going to get you to the next place. And one of the most beautiful commonalities that I see in all of the interviews that I do is that what women find is that their lives have perfectly set them up for where they need to go next, right? So these skills and experiences and knowledge that we are you know, downplaying and undervaluing are actually the things that are paving the way for us to be in this next chapter of our lives. And so whether it's a story, a negative experience, a positive experience, a talent, a skill, a gift, all of that is exactly what we need. And we might need to mold it a little bit differently, position it in a different way, but it is what we need to get where we're going. So we're not starting from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. We often want to see the bad experiences that happened in our lives as we're going to play the victim like, oh, that happened to me. Woe is me. But those are the things that will actually propel you forward. Mm -hmm. And make you stronger because it's the conflict in our life. It is the challenges. It's the struggle that really shapes who you become. Yeah. At least in my opinion. So true. Yeah. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with you. And again, like it's, 
every parts of our journey, every part of our journey is valuable, right? Like, it's not just that I have this series of bad things. It's like, what's the, you know, what's the lesson that I'm taking with this and moving forward, right? Because there is, you know, like we have to be able to find gratitude in everything, even the really horrible things, right? I know it's very, very cliche to say, but like being able to look back on that horrible experience and go, oh, but I met this person who has changed my life, or I got this piece of knowledge that is for, has forever changed me. Like those are the gifts that we need to find in all of the experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, absolutely. And it, like you said, it's not always easy, but it is so super important because you can take mm-hmm. anything and spin it and allow it to be something that motivates you right? and, you know, helps you to reach that next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your podcast. So I know you interview other women who have had life-changing experiences that, you know, started around midlife or yeah. even later, because you had someone who was in her seventies. What, in your opinion, was maybe one of your most inspiring guests that you'd had on your podcast who, when you interviewed this woman, you're like, wow, she did this. Anybody can wake up tomorrow and decide that they want to go after their dreams and it's possible. Mm, what a great question. I, like, I get inspired by pretty much every guest. Like there is something in every conversation that I walk away with. And you must know, like having a podcast, like getting to have these amazing conversations with, you know, incredible people is like the biggest gift in the world, I think. Um, But I would have to say, I think my most recent, uh, one of my most more recent um, podcast episodes was um, the uh, interviewing a woman who was 75. And after you know, she started a brick and mortar business in her fifties. Um, and then, you know, then switched to a successful online business, um, you know, in her like late sixties, um, starting a podcast at, you know, age 75. And, you know, the one thing that she kept saying over and over and over again is I'm not afraid to start over. I'm not afraid to learn something new. And, you know, from like learning, you know, the brick and mortar business, building that up successful, going, okay, what do I need to know a lot about online business? And she's like, I just go and I ask questions of people and I read things and I just figure it out piece by piece. And I'm not afraid to make mistakes because mistakes are part of the learning. And so I just open myself up to, and every day I ask, what, what can I learn today? What do I need to learn today? And having that perspective has just kept, like this woman, first of all, if you even just looking at her, when she told me she was 75, I was like, wow, like you could not tell. And the energy, like the the energy that she had about her her personality was so huge and so bright. And like this woman is probably going to continue, you know, until she's a hundred. And, you know, the key is, is that like her doing something that she loved is actually like, it's like actually the best anti-aging treatment there is. Like every cream or potion is like finding passion and excitement for your life is probably the best anti-aging treatment there is out there. Like, and I don't mean you know, wrinkles and gray hair. I just mean like the light that was in her face, like that. The first thing that you noticed about her was not that she was 75. It's like, wow, what an interesting woman. I want to talk to her. Um, And so she, you know, just reminded me that every day is a learning experience because so many of us and myself included, right? I hate not knowing. Like I hate starting from the ground. I hate being that, taking that first step because I'm going to look foolish or this, that, and the other thing, right? But if you just open yourself up to the fact that, you know, 
that this life is an experience which I get to keep learning. I get to keep learning, like changes the perspective from, oh, I don't know anything to I'm opening myself up to learning. Um, just, it really inspired me. Like I got so excited about what my second, third, fourth, fifth chapters might be like after having that conversation with her. Yeah, and I think you hit on something really big too. It's the fear mm-hmm. that keeps us stuck. Yeah. The fear, you know, we, we have two responses to it. We either face everything and rise or we run, yeah. you know? And so I think it's our response to that that really shows, are we capable? Of course we're capable. But are you going to let the fear come in and stop you or are you going to let it fuel you and say, you know what? Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going to happen, but that's exciting. It's an exciting thing. It doesn't have to be a dreaded thing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny that as humans, like we naturally assume the unknown is going to be way worse than where we are, even if we hate where we are. Right. And like, it's, it's kind of a funny phenomenon because it like, it has equally as good a chance of being far better than where we are, but we automatically default to that. It's going to be worse. And that stops us. Right. Like I'm going to be ridiculed. What will people think? I'm going to fail. You know, I'm going to run out of money. Like I'm going to be homeless. Like, yeah. okay. All of those thoughts are all the thoughts that I entertained on a daily basis for a very long time. In fact, I still do some days. What am I talking about? Um, but like being able to see those fear thoughts for what they are and that they're not necessarily grounded in truth, um, that they, you know, that you can challenge and question those thoughts, right? And chances are when you unpack them, they're not as big as you think they are, which is the other reason why I also am such a huge proponent of community uh, mastermind groups and things like that is because sometimes we need other people to reflect back to us what they see. Mm-hmm. right? Because in our own heads, it's very noisy and loud. <laughs> um, and we can literally analyze our way into paralysis so easily. But when you're in a group of people who are holding you accountable, who are, you know, holding your belief for you when you're struggling, who are reflecting back to you the parts of you that you can't see right now, that's the thing that keeps you going, right? It's not that you're never going to have the fear. It's like that you see the fear and that you have some action steps to be able to overcome it because fear is a natural human thing. Like we would be, we wouldn't be human if we didn't have fear. So one of the things I always counsel people on is to take the tiniest possible step in the direction that you want to go almost as like a little brain hack for the fear, because what gets us into fear a lot is this all or nothing thinking is like, I'm either all of this or I'm all of that. And that there's no in between when the reality is any big shift in life happens tiny little steps at a time. So figure out like, what is the tiniest step that I can take today towards that goal or objective that I want, right? So it could be as simple as making a phone call, researching something, and then, you know, you take the next tiny little step, maybe the next day. And some days you might have, you know, your step might be a giant step, but be okay with the tiny ones as well too, because the tiny ones are actually leaving, um, leading you there. Like there's, I have a little sign behind me here that says no zero days. And what that means is that whenever I have a goal or an objective for something, I have to take action towards that every single solitary day. And some days, like I said, my action items are teeny, tiny, tiny little things, but at least I can check the box to say I did something towards that today. And the momentum, like the power of the momentum behind that is also huge because you start to see these little steps, the collective of these little steps. You're like, oh, look, I'm making progress. Next thing you know, like I'm going to take a giant leap today. Right. Yeah. And you kind of like hacked that fear mechanism a little bit. 
Yeah, I love that. And it's true. I mean, so much of the time we feel like we have to climb the whole mountain, scale it in one day. But when anyone who's ever followed people who are professional climbers, that's not what you do. You do little steps. Like today we're going to go this far and then we're going to stop and camp and then we're going to go a little bit further the next day. So when you look at a big goal, like break it down into smaller steps so it's manageable and you don't want to quit right away. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I love that. So um, if we have anybody out there listening and they're wanting to listen to your podcast or maybe they want to work with you or follow you, what's the best Mm -hmm. way for them to do that? Um, So I am on all the socials as old chick snow shit. So Instagram, uh, Facebook, I also have a free Facebook group and they're all under the same name. Um, and then there's my website, website, which is, uh, oldchicksnoshit.com and that's K N O W S H I T.com. Um, so you can find me in all of those places and there, uh, like on the website, you can also on, from Instagram in my bio, you can access, um, a little training guide I have, which is five steps to get unstuck and create your kick-ass next chapter, which kind of outlines kind of five key steps that, um, are important along the journey to finding that, you know, passionate, inspired next chapter. I love that. So that's awesome. They can go to your website and just get that free resource. And yeah, yeah. I can send you the link too if you want to put that in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. We'll put all of that in the show notes. Um, and what a great way, just, you know, if you're feeling stuck in your life, you don't have to feel that way. You know, you don't have to yeah. keep, you know, it's like hitting your head on the wall and continuing to do it and thinking that you're going to get through the wall. Yeah. And it's just futile. And to keep doing the same thing over and over again, just because you've always done it that way. That is just, for me, the definition of insanity because you're not getting anywhere and you're just frustrating yourself. And life's not about that. It's about living a joyful life and one that you absolutely feel thankful that you get to live this life. Yeah. And uh, so I love that five easy steps. I mean, that's five steps is nothing to get you started on getting unstuck. So I love that you have that free resource out there for people. Yeah, yeah. So if you wanna listen to the podcast, Old Chicks No Shit, we're gonna have the link for that in the show notes. I highly, highly recommend that you go and check that out. And I wanna thank you so much for being here with us today, Jennifer. Thanks so much for having me. I loved our conversation. Yes, this is so much fun and so valuable too, because I know there are so many people out there who once they get to being an empty nester, like you said, or just getting to midlife or retiring, going, what now? What next? Yeah. Yeah. So true. So I love that. So go check out her podcast and maybe you will be inspired to create the next chapter in your life. And I want to thank you guys all for being here with us today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And if you want to follow me on social media, all of the links are in the show notes. And you can also go to my website, melissaoatman.com. As always, guys, I am hoping that you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.